we live in a very fast-paced world and one of the things that we hate to do in our modern society is wait. But sometimes waiting can be just exactly the thing that we need to do. Read with me in the book of Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 3, where the Bible says, For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come. Sometimes waiting is just the hardest thing for a Christian to do. Sometimes time uh, of waiting produces great vulnerability in a Christian's life. It's those times of waiting where we're often tested as to our character. How we will respond. What we will say. How we will behave. We've become vulnerable in times of waiting. Jesus calls us back during those times to our first love. Before we ever had the vision of what our life was to be for the Lord, we had a vision of the Lord as our Savior. And He calls us in our waiting times back to our first love. To hold on to Him, to spend time with Him. And as you begin to give the Holy Spirit opportunity in your life, He's going to reveal, during your times of waiting, areas of your life that are not pleasing to the Lord. These days that we live in, everything is done in an instant. I mean, how many of you have, have ever eaten minute rice? How many of you have ever driven through a drive through fast food restaurant? How many of you have ever stood before your microwave and hollered, hurry up? See, everything is done in a hurry. That's the way we like it in our culture today. And it makes waiting even more difficult. We're used to everything being done right away. But it's sad to see what all of this rushing has done to the families of America. Very rarely do families anymore sit down to even have a meal together. We're always in a hurry. We've got to have things fast. We've got to have things now. Uh, this is why the fast food industry has grown so rapidly just since I was a child. I was thinking about this the other day, speaking with my wife about it. When we were kids, we didn't have a fast food restaurant on every corner. And uh, I think we had what they called Burger Chef, and Burger King, and McDonald's, and, and, and maybe uh, like Arby's or something. Not Arby's, but... Uh, with that, whatever that hot dog place is where we would go and we would pull into the drive-thru and they'd come out and bring the food to you. You know, the, the, the days of the drive-in. We had a few of those, but not many. And when we got to go to a fast food restaurant, it was a treat for our family. Most of the time, we ate at home around the supper table where we could talk to one another about the day's affairs where we could talk to one another to get to know one another and share our hearts as a family. That's what America needs once again. And sometimes that's the purpose of why God will make us wait in our visions. 
is so that we will learn to depend upon Him and to communicate with Him and to get to know Him. If everything about our dream that we have from God would come to pass instantly, like our instant society, we would forget to take time with Him. We would be too busy. We would have an excuse, whatever the case might be. So sometimes a purpose of waiting is to teach us to communicate with God. Also, waiting, waiting on the vision. Let's read Habakkuk 2 and 3 one more time. The vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and will not lie. Though it tarries, though it delays, wait for it. Now notice it doesn't say, if you don't have just exactly what you want right now in your life, give up and quit. It doesn't say that. It says, though your vision might tarry, wait for it. And that word wait means wait as to time frame, but it also means serve like a waiter. So we're going to serve the vision that we have even though it is tarrying right now and we are waiting on it as to time, God's timing, God's time frame, but we're going to wait on that vision. How do we do that? We do that by being faithful in what God has given us to do today. We do that by being faithful in paying our tithes and giving offerings. We do that by being faithful to develop a prayer life and a word study life etc. and so forth. So we wait upon the vision even though the vision is at the moment tarrying. Hallelujah. Waiting will teach us patience and one way that word patience in the King James is translated is endurance in other translations. To be patient and to endure. Well, I, I, I have this vision from God I'm supposed to be doing this. That's not happening right now, okay? So I'm going to be patient, and I'm going to endure this. I'm going to endure the delay. I'm going to endure the tarrying. And I am going to sow toward the future that I want by doing faithfully whatever God gives me to do in this moment of time. And God will take that time of waiting and develop you to the place where you need to be so that He can unload the vision on you. Glory be to God. Waiting. Waiting is a positive thing. Waiting is a powerful thing. Waiting is good for us. The Lord, the Lord often makes His people wait before He uses them. Because you see, God, unlike us, is never in a hurry. I've read the stories of countless numbers of people who have had to go through a time of waiting on God before He would be able to use them in the capacity to which He had called them. Now let's stop there just a second. Let me say this. And you can take this from somebody who's been in ministry for 35 years. And I'm telling you that just because you're called does not mean you're going to step into your calling and step into your vision the very next day. I'm telling you, I can almost guarantee you, you are going to go through a time of waiting. You are going to go through a time of preparation. You're going to go through a time of training. You're going to have to learn how to handle rejection. 
You're going to have to learn how to handle dissension. You're going to have to learn so many things, and we will never be perfect at it as long as we are in the flesh. But, God is the only one who knows when it's time to release you. And sometimes God will show your pastor, and sometimes God will show the prophet. Sometimes God will show the fivefold ministry gifts when it's time for you to be released. But you're going to have to go through those periods because, hey, I've been doing this a long time, over 35 years, and I can tell you, you are not going to step right into it the next day after you say you're called. Same thing goes for ordination. You young preacher boys and preacher girls that are listening to me right now, maybe you're newly ordained, maybe you've just taken the pastorate of your first church. It's not going to all of a sudden be what the end result of your vision. See, a lot of times God will give you a vision that will show you the end result of your ministry. And most often He doesn't show us what takes place getting to the end result. We have to walk that out by faith. But you're not going to start today and be at the zenith tomorrow. And don't try to make that happen. Because when you do, you're going to act wrong. You're going to behave wrong. Go by faith, moment by moment, day by day. Waiting on God produces endurance. Waiting on God produces patience. Don't worry, don't quit, and don't give up. The vision will surely come to pass. That's what Habakkuk told us. Let's read that scripture once more. It's a powerful verse. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, Habakkuk 2.3. But at the end, it will speak. It will speak when it's supposed to speak. It will happen when it's supposed to happen. And what matters is how we behave in the meantime. And it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come. God is never in a hurry. And many, many times, God makes people wait on Him before He uses them as He plans to use them. So when Jesus Christ is truly the King of your life, you will be prepared to wait. You will learn to be content in Him and wait for as long as it takes because that's God's program, that's God's method, and that is the way that God does things. But He has great things in store for you even during the time of waiting. During the time of waiting, God wants to use you mightily if you'll allow Him to do it. You say, how do I allow God to use me while I'm waiting for the end result of my vision to come to pass? You do that by being faithful in the little so He can make you ruler over much one day. And also you do that by maintaining a proper spirit and a proper attitude through the time of waiting. I did another message just a few days ago called the anointing and the waiting process. We could actually call this little devotion here today a part two to that. Because when we start talking about vision, everybody wants a vision, and everybody wants their vision to take place today. It doesn't work that way in the economy of God. God's going to make you wait. God's going to make you humble. God is going to train you. And God is going to use other people 
namely fivefold ministry gifts in your life to do that training. He is going to plus the Holy Spirit will allow you to be placed into situations and circumstances to see how you're going to handle it. All of this is going to take place before you are released into the vision as far as the end result of that vision. But every single part of this process matters. What you do today for the Lord Jesus Christ matters just as much as that end result vision He gave you matters. And if you mess up in the little of today, you won't get to the end result vision that He gave you as quickly as He wants you to. So we have to remember that we're willing because... Uh, Jesus is the king of my life. I'm willing to wait on God for as long as it takes. And God has my good at heart. And God is wanting to release me into the vision. And He is preparing me to do so. Dear Lord, so often I'm impatient with you and with others. I pray today that you would increase my patience and increase my endurance, Lord Jesus. Make me willing and able to wait. To be still and know that you are God. To do faithfully what you have given me today to do. And I ask it in Jesus' name. And everybody would say, Amen and Amen.